Hey everyone, this episode was recorded live at DMWF, the Digital Marketing World Forum at the Javits Center, and it's focused on gaining marketing insights from industry disruptors. Our conversation features my co-host Carl Radke and Tim Fullerton, who's the head of social media and member communications at WeWork. We discuss the value of social media and partnerships. Hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Dahlia Strum, and I'm here with Carl Radke. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Carl and, Radke here. And Tim from WeWork. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do and how interesting your job is? I have a super cool job. I am the head of social media and member communications at WeWork. Amazing. And we are at the DMWF conference, so the digital marketing conference, live at the Javits Center. And we just finished our panel, and there were some really, really uh, valuable points that were, we brought up. Um, so a couple of which was uh, your content strategy and how you try to keep it a little bit inclusive of your members. Yep. Can you talk more about that? Sure. I mean, and so for, for those of you who don't know, WeWork is a, uh, is a global company. We're in, I think, 25, 30 countries now with about 300,000 members uh, all around the world, uh, all doing completely different things, uh, everything from large companies to uh, freelancers. So uh, what we try to do is basically tell the stories of what's happening in our spaces. You know, we just mentioned that there's a feeling you get when you're in a WeWork. Like, it's not it's not an office space. Like, it is a, it's a different thing, you know. There are people who are companies coming together, meeting and collaborating in the spaces. You know, there are uh, people are, like, they don't want to leave. And so we're trying to tell those stories of those members. Um, you know, instead of putting WeWork first, we're putting members first. So, you know, trying to tell stories like we have uh, a company who's producing soundproof paint, for example. We have a company who's soundproof, re- soundproof paint. Proof paint. I feel like we need that. Right? I, yeah, we actually need that because I, yeah. I work yeah. out of WeWork and some of the, the only complaint I have is we're a little loud sometimes because <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, phone calls and different things right, going right. on. So. Yeah, so the, yeah, so there's like people doing that. There's a company uh, who's actually growing coral reefs uh, on land. They've actually found that they can build them in these tanks. It takes two years to grow what would take 75 years in the ocean. Wow. So they're able to regrow uh, the coral reefs and hopefully re- like hopefully replenish them over time. So like there's all of this stuff that's happening uh, and so what we're trying to do on our social channels is really put those companies first. Um, because I think the second you put WeWork in front or any brand, it becomes an ad and it's not as interesting to people. And since we have such interesting stories, we're trying to put that content first. Yeah, plus amazing uh, members. Like yeah. People that are creating coral reefs. Yeah. Super fascinating. What, what's, yeah. what's the most famous, I mean, I think Uber is probably the example, but what's the most famous company coming out of WeWork, would you say, besides oh. Uber? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, there, I mean, now we have many large companies sure. that are taking space. I mean, Pinterest is a member. They have a lot of space. I mean, we even have, like, you know, there's Bank of America's and Liberty Mutual's, like, big brands that you would think that, like, have all brick and mortar themselves that are moving a lot of their people into WeWorks because they're finding them to be uh, a much better place for teams to collaborate. It's a much more welcoming environment, and so more and more, we call them enterprise-level companies are moving in. So the, the list is sort of uh, sort of end- endless. Yeah, I, I love I was saying, like, the, the design, it just kind of the whole feel of the space. It's You, know, you mentioned... We, we just heard your panel. Can you kind of remind us what you said before? It was like living to work, or what was oh, it? uh, uh, one of one of our sayings is uh, make a life, not a living. Make like what you know, the sort of our approach to to work is that we want people to be doing things that they're passionate about, and we want to help facilitate make that happen. So that's why like we have the beautiful spaces. That's why we have the open areas. So it's not just about your office, but like you can go out and grab a cup of coffee, you can grab a beer, and you can like just sit in. Sit and hang out uh, with your coworkers, or also meet the other people in your building 
uh, and where we've, that's where we've seen a lot of interesting uh, collaborations that have happened, that if you were in a traditional workspace, you would never meet that company, you'd never make that connection, and you'd never be able to grow your company in a way that you'd never imagine if you weren't in a WeWork space. Yeah. So speaking of which, you guys are trying to create some interesting initiatives to, to highlight some of your members. So you mentioned that you're creating almost like a store, right? Yeah. So there's a, there are a couple of uh, projects, like one where we have something called uh, the We Market, yeah. which is um, a place... I love that title. Yeah, yeah, and uh, basically what it does is um, we sell member products in the in these in these markets. Um, so it's another way to provide value to our members, um, and it's also a way to provide more value to our members in those spaces too. So it's like we we give them other products. There's things that you you know may not typically like no- notice or imagine that you would buy in a market. Um, and they're mostly driven by WeWork members. So yeah. it's like another way to put a value on being in one of our spaces, both for the company selling the products and also the companies that are buying them in the stores. You get a unique experience that way as well. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking about like almost the advantage of joining a, a co-working scenario and it's having those type of perks, right? Yeah. People, like other places don't offer those type of things. So how do you guys keep innovating? I mean, we listen to our members. I mean, yeah. I think we are constantly asking for their feedback, uh, both online and offline. Like, uh, part of my role on the member communication side is to communicate with members on a, you know, on a daily, sometimes if not weekly basis. Um, and we ask them every year, like, how are things going? What would you like to see differently? And we take that data and we use it moving forward so that we're always continuing to provide uh, a better experience for the ever-growing membership that we've got. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, because I, I have access now to that online platform, and it kind of, I mean, it's almost, it's its a very serviceable platform. There's so much there. I love it. Like, I feel like it's going to grow even more and be enhanced. It's almost like I don't need other cha- other social channels. It's like yeah. I can live in this WeWork area. I mean, is that, like, part of the strategy, like, as you guys grow, like, really almost, yeah, I mean, like, get rid of, like, Facebook? I don't need it because I'm on my WeWork community. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I think we are always trying to find new and different ways to provide value to our members. And the, the member app is a perfect example of, you know, you can book your conference rooms there. You can also, like, find out who else is in your building. You know, you're not getting that if you're not a WeWork member. And there's no other place that you can actually get that. If you're, you know, if you take a space in a random building, you're not getting that information. And so we're always trying to find a way to connect people. Um, and that's the sort of thing, like, you know, when people say, oh, WeWork's a co-working space. It's like, no, it's actually much more about building community, building, bringing people together, and also creating the environment so that they can build that passion project or that passion company, uh, and we give them as many tools as we can to succeed, and that's, like, some of the fun of watching this is that it's not just about someone renting a space. Like, these companies are growing, and they're going from, like you mentioned, like, your company's, like, going from three desks to eight desks, and then you see them going to 15 desks, and they keep... and we have the flexibility to like move people into those spaces so they're not locked into something in particular, which helps companies grow as well. I love that. And you mentioned kind of the, the augmented reality component of, you, you know, you have a lot of in-person or humans doing, you know, almost like real estate showing off offices in the, yep. in the space. Obviously, as that evolves, I mean, that's, I think, really incredible. I mean, is that like a focus for you guys right now? Are you investing in that part? On so the... Uh, like AR, like... So, yeah, I mean, I think that part of the challenge is like, because we're an eight-year-old company and yeah. so there's still a lot we get a lot of questions like what is we were what does this mean like we do spend a lot of time especially on social writing back to everybody individually because you know that's a lead and that's somebody who's interesting interested in, in coming to one of our spaces i love that by the yeah. way the fact that you internalize that that's a lead we yeah. need to pay attention to everybody yeah i mean we 
you know, we respond to every single one we get, and we respond to them in no matter what language they have. We have social people. Right now, we have them in five countries outside of the U.S., and we'll probably be in ten uh, by next year. So, like, in Latin America, where WeWork is a, uh, a newer concept than it is here, like, we get a lot of questions in Spanish, so we have a team responding to those questions in Spanish. You know, in China, um, obviously, like, we are growing rapidly there. We have a, a person responding in Mandarin, and those are on Weibo and WeChat. Like, we're, those are even different channels. Um, so we're doing that all around the world, um, but it is time-intensive, and so if we can come up with a, you know, uh, uh, either it's a chat strategy or, or even an automated bot strategy of just answering some of the initial questions so that we can direct people to where they're going because, like, we don't have somebody at, like, 1 a.m. answering questions, for example. Right. So, like, we want to make sure that people are getting instantaneous responses from us. So I think there's a, a lot of potential there yeah. going forward. I mean, I'm, I'm as a former, or still in sales, I mean, I'm curious, I mean, how hard of a sell are you guys putting on these companies or people that are coming to you? Like, they're obviously shopping around yeah. and looking at other co-working spaces. I mean, you kind of just lean on the fact that, like, hey, where we work, we've worked with Uber and Pinterest, or do you really kind of, kind of create a custom kind of opportunity for that individual? Company? I mean, I think the the great thing is that they are all custom, right? Like, yeah. you can pretty much, if you want a desk, we we can show you. If you're in New York City, we show you about <laughs> sixty buildings uh, all across uh, the city where you could be. But um, if you're a bigger company, you know, we can we can show you floors, and we also have a product called Powered by We, where we actually go into your spaces and we can build out. Uh, build out your floors, build out your spaces with WeWork technology, the WeWork designs and looks. So, that's cool. uh, and yeah. that's a growing part I of like the business that. too. So it's not only just coming to our buildings. So pretty much we can uh, we can give uh, companies of any size a fully customized experience, and I think that is, I mean, that sells itself, right? Yeah. Like that's a that's a pretty easy one. So yeah. So you were talking about customer service before, and like I think what resonated, especially uh, during our pre-call, was you, one of your uh, one of your members had like a really amazing experience with one of your customer service reps, right? Like they needed to switch buildings, and yes, um, yeah. So this is a, <laughs> I kind of want to let you. Yeah, tell yeah, yeah. This story. So this is a wild story. There was a, there's a company in New York that um, I, 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 I was a little unclear if they were like outgrew their space or what was going on, but you know, moving from a building to building can be a challenging experience. Like nobody wants to move and you know I think that uh, that always presents some issues but in this particular case this company uh, worked with one of our folks on our community team and we call folks that the people who run our buildings the community team which are I've, the ones I've dealt with are amazing they're amazing they I mean do they do un- unbelievable work and they go above and beyond it's truly amazing but this company had such a great experience with this person moving them that they took out a billboard in Times Square thanking her like we actually wow. have the photo. It's on our Instagram account now. How crazy! Uh, is that? And there's a photo. Fo- we have a photo of the the so woman hard. that they yeah that they thanked. And that's, and that's, that's the, the yeah. So that's amazing. That was that was just such. I mean, it's such a great validator. And like when that the woman uh, in the photo sent it to us, she was so proud of it. And so we put that on our Instagram because we want to show not only the member base, but also people externally. Like, if you come to a WeWork space, you're gonna get a great experience because we have amazing people uh, in each of the buildings, floor by floor, uh, that will help you with all your questions, help you move in. Uh, you know, sometimes they'll buy like snacks or presents on particular moments, like you see all these things, which are really, really cool. So customer service is like such a huge thing for us. And I mean, it, it pays off so many times that it's like worth, you know, the investment is 100% worth it. So I guess that's the biggest problem, right? Everybody keeps asking for the ROI. What's the ROI of media? What's the ROI of customer service? How do you feel like it pays off? 
I mean, for us, you know, we've been we've been growing so much that it's like all pieces coming together, and we all, you know, whether it's the sales team or the public affairs team, where social sits, um, you know, we're all driving towards the same thing. So, like from uh, from our social perspective, like we look at ourselves as the storytellers. You know, uh, there is still a lot of work to be done in the U.S. and around the world in explaining what WeWork is, and that's sort of our job. We want to be the first touch for most people. Yeah. Um, and that's why we focus on these member stories or we focus on, you know, the Times Square ad or, you know, those types of things because it, it lowers that barrier of entry. And people keep coming to, into our spaces. Like, we keep breaking records per month on the amount of desks we're selling. Like, clearly all of these things are working together and we're doing a good job of building awareness and our social accounts are growing tremendously as well and that sort of adds to the validation that like we're clearly like pushing in the right direction. I mean so, something I'm kind of I mean something I work with now is like social impact causes. I know you mentioned that I, I wasn't familiar with, with the meat thing. Can yep. you kind of explain just I, Sure. So we made a de- Yeah, so we made a decision about 6 months ago that we were going to be a meat-free company uh, moving forward. That doesn't mean that members can't bring meat in. They certainly can do whatever they want, but it just meant that we were uh, we are going to be a company that for our events and those types of things that we're going to be meat free and that was a lot of that was to do with the you know the sort of environmental impact that farming has and that we were making a stand and we were saying like no we're not we're going to focus on more sustainable ways to get our food and you know we're going to educate our our employees about it and our members we're not going to make choices for those members they should do whatever they want but that was just something that we were going to we were going to do moving forward and I have to say like I am feel healthier right I, yeah I feel healthier <laughs> well and also like you know I think we all of us can be have been experienced to new and different foods and it's been a really really fun experience to sort of see that which six months ago I maybe wouldn't have believed you but but yeah it's it's just been nice to be at a company that also like stands for something and like that so is since I'm new to the WeWork community is like with Salesforce for example they have the big dream force and this yep. whole like conference is that one of our members by the way okay awesome yep. <laughs> so now is that something in if they already have it maybe I don't know but does WeWork do like like a yearly expo or something like, you know, here, like a forum where all the WeWork community members can somewhere in some shape come together? So we have an event every August uh, in uh, in the English countryside. It's called Summer Camp, and it is a mix. Uh, <laughs> Sounds uh, cool. Where uh, you get to tent with seven to eight thousand of your closest friends and family. I like the sound uh, summer camp. I'm, I'm on a reality show called Summer House. Well, there so you go. There you go. So it's a, a logical connection there. Um, <laughs> so and that, eight thousands of your eight thousand yeah. of your closest friends, friends and family. It is. <laughs> it is a mix of uh, WeWork members and WeWork employees, where we sort of take four days uh, away from our you know traditional work lives and. You know, there are a variety of uh, workshops, like talk. At, um, you know, Tim Ferriss came and talked to us. Uh, Deepak Chopra came and did a guided meditation, which was super That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So it was a way to sort of unplug, and but also be with that community still. And then at night, we had some crazy performers like Bastille performed and Lord performed. Alesso, uh, the <laughs> DJ who I, you know, I'm probably a little too old to, to know who that is. So, I, but I went and it was great. Alesso's awesome. But uh, yeah, it, but it, and we did axe throwing and there's like rowing and like so, like sports in the what upper fields. What happens if you stuff. miss when you're axe throwing? <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty controlled on that, so I think it, I think it was pretty safe. But you know, it's just it, it's it's almost like a festival. But it's a really cool way to sort of integrate members and employees, uh, and also we got to meet people all around the world. Like everybody goes. So our whole China team was there. Like we, you know, our whole Latin American team was there. Like just people, you just don't have those experiences normally. 
so we're already looking forward. We're already starting planning uh, the one for 2019, which is going to be even bigger than the one we had this year. More than 8,000 people. Amazing. Yeah. And where are you going to host it? Oh, sorry. I, I, you know, I think, uh, I don't know if we have announced that yet, but um, I, don't, I don't think we're going to be making too many changes next year, but okay. uh, there'll be more, more info on that in the, com- in the new year. For, like, you, you deal with so many interesting companies, so many different brands, new products. Has it... Obviously, WeWork is enormous and growing like crazy. Yep. I mean, whenever you come to the place where you guys are investing in these companies that are actually working in your space, or like you, you start acquiring companies that are conducive to the overall yeah. WeWork strategy. I mean, we have we have we have acquired several companies yeah. over the last few years. Uh, you know, the Flatiron School, which is a coding school. Um, you know, we have we have Meetup, which is a is a tool to organize events. Is a is a WeWork company now. Um, you know, uh, we just acquired a, a company called Team, which is sort of an internal tool for uh, collaboration. Um, so you know, we're always on the lookout for how we can better. Uh, it's again always about the members and like sure. how we can add to their experience. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that you know, every every year at summer camp, there's like a we do this like gong uh, uh, event. It's kind of become legendary in WeWork, where they like welcome the new companies that have been acquired in the last year. It's a pretty cool. I love event. that. Yeah. I, I had a friend who, when it was in Uber's early stages, but she had worked at a WeWork in LA, and her logic was she became a community manager member yep. uh, and got to meet all these different you know co-founders, tech people. And she ended up getting a job at Uber because she worked at the yeah. WeWork and just kind of the networking component. So it was really cool to see her journey from being, you know, a WeWork member and then yeah. going in. Do you, I see, mean, do you see a lot of that? It happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Whether it's somebody getting another job at another company or I think the thing we see more is these collaborations that I sort of mentioned. Um, we just saw one in uh, Shanghai last week where the, they literally, this company had just moved in two weeks before and they'd already locked a deal with another member in the building. And it's all because they were in that space. Awesome. So they'd already gotten that value. And like, we just, we see that, I mean, it's literally in every building everywhere. And it's a story that we're, you know, we're exploring how we tell more frequently because it is such a value add. And yeah. it's such, like, there's no, it's not, like, it's, it's just not about the, you know, the free coffee and the free beer and the nice spaces. It's like, it's that piece of it that it's is huge. such, such a huge value add for companies. So like the word of mouth, I yeah. guess, in some degree. But like, do you... I think I've seen a few ads maybe on Instagram, but mm-hmm. as far as a marketing strategy, I mean, you guys like pumping a lot of money into. You're stealing my question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, uh, pumping a lot of money into like you know Facebook or these other channels. Yep. Is that? Yeah, I mean, I think we are trying to build all of this content in house, so we're investing a lot in the resources to do that, hiring more video people, more graphics people, and then we're just we're testing a lot of different ways to tell those stories. Like we just launched a, uh, a new series last week called Elevator Pitch, where we literally follow a founder into the elevator, and they have 60 seconds to tell us the pitch love before it. the I elevator opens, it goes that. back I out. Love it. That's yeah. Really yeah, and we did it with a, a woman who runs a, uh, a furniture company, and she's another one of those WeWork we success stories where she started with one desk, she's hired three people, so now she's a company of four, and now they're like, their business is rapidly growing because of that that space component but but we're literally just shooting it on iPhones and um, we had a really great response to it last week so that's another way to just like tell like what exactly is happening in these spaces and we just randomly happened to be in that building that day for an offsite and we were like oh we need like we need to like think about who's in this building and sh- and she became the first person it's just there ev- it, the, these these amazing members are just everywhere so when you think about like creating content, obviously you're using your iPhone. You don't focus as much on like heavily produced uh, yeah. like materials, right? Like you you just want to be able to capture it immediately right. and share it. So I think it, yeah, it's going to be a mix of both. Yeah. Um, you know, we do have some longer form stuff that um, the team does an amazing job with. Like we have some veterans. Uh, 
we have a program called Veterans in Residence where we provide space for veterans starting their own businesses, um, and then we help to you know help to coach them and help them bring in again access to that WeWork community to help them grow. So we have some longer form stories where we sort of talk about the people's journey from like returning from service and like moving into the private sector, which are more long form things that will live on YouTube. But we will be cutting those down for for social uh, pushes. But yeah, I mean, I think for like stories for Instagram stories for example like the stuff that's shot on iPhones performs way better so I think it's just more authentic like yeah. it's just the almost like heavily produced stuff almost has a wall right um, whereas you shoot on the iPhone you know that it's just like somebody there's one person sitting on the other end and it's just a one-to-one connection rather than like a shoot with ten people and I think more and more people are just like desperate for that authenticity and I think that's why we do a lot of our stuff on, on iPhones now because it just it, it's a it's a realer connection connection than you know the big time shoots that sure. are really glossy and look beautiful but like just don't have that same like intimacy that people are looking for so if you're thinking about like the XYZ of marketing what does that look like to you fill in the blank <laughs> you know I think it's I think for us it's really more about the different stories that we've got and the channels that they fit that we sort of look at like a piece of content and then figure out like how can we tell this story on Instagram compared to Twitter compared to Facebook and I think that's really how we approach this is content first platform second in a way obviously like when we hear a story we're like well that work, that could work or that doesn't but once we get to the point where we know it's social like it's really about the story and then how we can craft those specific narratives within each of the platforms that to me is my XYZ yeah uh, that's pretty good. I have yeah, just, that's we, really we hear good. we hear a lot of like amazing positive things. I know it's you know it's everybody wants to paint amazing pictures. Like, what, what's a challenge you think WeWork's facing like imminently? That's something that's on your mind a lot, or something that maybe you could share with yeah. us. I mean, I think it's just constantly evolving and trying to figure out like at least on the social side uh, how to tell those stories in a in a way that feels cohesive and but is also engaging across different platforms. Um, you know, we're a fast moving company. We're you know adding spaces all the time. We're now the largest leaseholder in Manhattan. Like, wow. nobody has more space than we do, which is a crazy thing for an eight-year-old company. Yeah, um, I think it's amazing, right? Super amazing, yeah. and we're just adding more and more all the time. Like, it, it's really a really amazing feat. And But I actually think that's one of our challenges is, like, we are we have so many people that want space, we have to, like, build the spaces, too. So, But I would just say the, st- the storytelling and, like, making sure that we're, like, while we're moving so fast that we've got a very strong and consistent narrative so that people understand what we are so that they then become interested and then hopefully someday become a WeWork member yeah. as well. I was, speaking of real estate, I mean, you mentioned the, the co-living spaces, which is something I was curious. Yep. Can you kind of explain more about what that looks like, what that the idea with that is? Yeah, I mean, the idea is it's sort of like the living version of, of uh, WeWork. So I, I have taken late nights at the WeWork <laughs> and I thought about sleeping there, but yeah. not yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't recommend doing that, but, but definitely sleeping at the We Live, like, like sure. spaces you should. But it's sort of the, the, the living space component that you would be like living with other people. There are events there as well so that you get to know all the people on your floor different floors so it's really just the manifestation of the now are you piloting that in every all of your cities or is it maybe we're in new, new york right now okay. sort of looking at some other options right now um 
but yeah, for, for right now it's the New York space. So it'd just be like a monthly, it'd be like your monthly rent, and that yeah, would be you that access. Yeah, you can do weekly. Uh, you know, okay. you can do different. So it's it's meant to be flexible, uh, so that you don't have to get locked in. It's the same with the the, the WeWork spaces, right? Sure. Like, we don't want to lock you in. Like you can you can get bigger, you can get smaller. Like, sure. And it's the same with this. Like you need a couple of days, you need a couple of weeks, you need a couple of months. Like we could be flexible with that as well. It's really cool. How do I guess that's the biggest question that I have, right? Like how can you be so flexible cross cross platform? Like you're doing so many different initiatives. How how does that work in your infrastructure? That's a great question. You know, I think it's again, especially when you think about corporate, right? Corporate yeah, can't, they can't be that flexible. Well, I mean, I think our you know our our founders have been really really great about uh, being flexible and knowing like you know we do change, we do iterate, like we are we we don't set on a path and stick to it. Like when we find things that don't work, we stop doing them, and we find things that do work. We emphasize those more, you know, and we are always changing and always evolving, which, you know, is a, is a unique element for a company, especially a company with, with the amount of real estate that we've got. But I think that's one of our unique value adds, and I think that's why people are coming to us in droves, is the flexibility. And I think that's what people want in their lives, and we're sort of the manifestation of that as a company. One more question. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Um, what's on the horizon for you guys? Yeah. Or what is the thing that you're most excited about? So I'm most, and I think these, I, I think I have the same answer for both. Okay. I think that I think we're going to be driving toward, much more towards episodic content that tells our story in a lot of different ways, and I'm really excited to see how that shapes up. We've just hired some folks, uh, some social first video editors. We've merged some teams together so that now all the storytellers that we work are in one place, and I think. We, 2019 is just going to be a really crazy and really fun place and I think you're going to see a lot more interesting content from us and I'm just excited to produce it and get it out the door and see what the reaction is going to be. Yeah, I love that. That's super passionate. I, I have one more question. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like... Our podcast is really one more question. It's <laughs> yeah. a great name for it. The, uh, no, like, it, because I, I myself being on this Bravo world and this yep. reality thing and influencing is kind of something newer to me but... Do you guys, like, have you hired influencers? Like, yes. You have. So we actually have a person on our team now that handles influencer relationships. And I think what we've learned is that influencers can actually be, like, our on-the-ground voice. And they can actually talk to their audiences in an authentic way about WeWork that's, like, sometimes hard for a company to do about themselves. Sure. Like, they can be validators for us. For example, our Creator Awards, which is our sort of um, global uh, awards series where we go to city by city and companies pitch ideas, what they're building in their business, and we give them funding. We had the, the guy that runs the At London Instagram account and has like 2.1 million followers. We have a relationship with him, and he actually like took over our story that night. Uh, so he was also talking to his people and then also narrating it himself. Cool. And so that's an on-the-ground activation. activation that, you know, and in a unique voice that would be hard for us to do. And we've had great experiences with it so far. Like, we've seen some really strong growth from it. And I think, you know, I, I know people go back and forth on the influencer thing, but I actually think for us, when you're, like, doing events and that stuff, it's really, really uh, impactful to have a different voice sort of pushing out and reaching people that we would never reach before. So we're going to just be investing more and more in that, I think, moving forward. Love it. Love I it. love that. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thanks for having you me. You were great. Yeah. I, I learned a ton, yeah. I must say. Same. Great. Actually, one more question. Yeah. Vanity. 
metrics. Yep. Can you explain that? I this that was a new thing for me. Sure. So the vanity what? metrics are, I think, on, uh, number one are I think views um, uh, across platforms. I mean, I think that. Well, why is that looked at as a vanity metric? I mean, you're still getting eyeballs, right? Like, if yeah. it's not converting to something, I actually have a problem with that because I am somebody that will watch subtitles. I might not be in a place where I can put the volume on, so right. I'll read the content as opposed, to, and it could be moving content, right? It could be a video with subtitles. Well, I think it's the way that the views are measured. So right. I think that looking at views just as a bucket doesn't work, but I think. If you look at the like views of three seconds or longer, that right. then becomes more valuable, um, you know. But I think as a bucket, and I think we've seen like there's some platforms that are there have basically said like yes, the views are inflated. Right. So that's where I think like people are moving yeah. more towards how many like measuring like comments, likes, shares because that's an actual action. But I do think views are important. I think it's just depending on how how you look at it, and I, you know, you have to dig much more deeper into the data. Um, that being said, a lot of people don't want to like or they don't want right. to comment, right? right? Like they just like to spectate. So I think that it's kind of finding that even yeah. balance. Well, I also think that like since I don't know what is it, 70, 80 percent of people watch video with sound off. Right. It's more important than ever that like every video needs captions yeah. or some sort of text on screen, because if you do get you know let's say a million views on a video that has no captions and no like the the chances of somebody actually taking something away from that is actually pretty low. Right. But if you're if you're optimizing your video for sound off, I think the views then become a more valuable metric because then people are reading and seeing something rather than watching someone talking and not knowing what the words are and not seeing anything. Um, so I think it just depends on the content. Right. No, I agree 100%. Yeah. That's that's helpful. I, right. I think I, I thought I knew what it meant, but that, that <laughs> kind of clarifies it. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Great. Thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Appreciate go, it. Go WeWork. <laughs> <laughs>